Welcome to Season 2, Episode 3 of the Family Travel Australia podcast. We are Katie, Paul and Jasper from the Feel Good Family. Join us as we explore this great country, Australia, its people, places and cultures. Hello and welcome. Welcome back. Yes, we are back for another awesome week. 2020, I'm still getting used to saying that. It's kind of crazy. This year already feels like it is flying by, so (laughs) goodness me. It'll be Christmas before we know it, people. Leave the tree up, that's what I say. (laughs) We don't have room. (laughs) True. No, we we have another awesome week. We are this week talking about a couple of things for the caravan Mm. that are helping to prepare us and get us ready for that journey south towards the Apple Isle, Tasmania. <gasps> so good. Bring on that cooler weather. I am ready for it. Well, speaking of cooler weather, one of those first activities for us to undertake was a wardrobe cull. Yes, this is something that I have been wanting to do for quite some time. In fact, before Christmas, we did a big caravan cleanse and cull where we decided what we hadn't used, what we didn't need, what didn't need to live in the van anymore. And we got a bit more organised after four months on the road. And I said to Paul, I need to do the wardrobes. I can't bear (laughs) the thought of doing them right now on top of everything else. So let's leave that until the new year. Gee, it was so, so good, wasn't it? Well, talk about having a timeline for when you want to do things, Kate. You're very efficient. New Year's Eve, it bucketed with rain. (gasps) Now, we hadn't seen rain in months, and anyone who lives anywhere within Australia pretty well would know... This was a sight for sore eyes. And New Year's Eve on the Fraser Coast. It was amazing. amazing. Absolutely beautiful. beautiful. It started early in the morning, didn't it, before we'd even crawled out of bed. Mm -hmm. And it was that beautiful steady rain that doesn't bucket and just destroy the ground. It gave the, the earth enough time to soak that water in. It was absolutely delightful, and it brought with us cooler temperatures of mm-hmm. around 23 degrees Celsius, which, considering the temperature has been well over the 30s for I don't know how yeah. long, it was so lovely. So I always get the feeling when it rains like that, I get that creative I'm ready to do something. I'm not one to sit back and relax in bed. I'm stuck in a caravan. And I'm stuck in a caravan, (laughs) yes. So what can I do? So instantly I said to Paul, let's do it. Today is the day. Let's get it done. Last day of the year, let's do it. And, gee, it was excellent, wasn't it? It was. And to our joy, Jasper ran around outside, fully clothed, in the rain. He did. uh, Like, yeah. Like a three-year-old. He had so much fun out in the rain. And when I finally managed to persuade him or bribe him inside, he was happy to sit in his awesome flexi tub in the shower and have a bath and play with his toys, which gave Paul and I the opportunity to uh, get all of the clothes out on the bed, make the piles. You know, we had a huge, huge amount of clothes that we either hadn't worn or that we knew we weren't going to wear again and 
the not wearing again were mostly Jasper's size two clothes that he's grown out of. His arms and legs have just got so much longer on the road. So we did need to get rid of his size twos and upgrade him into some size threes that thankfully I had uh, stored away in vacuum sealed bags in the wardrobe at my mum and dad's place. Thanks to one of Paul's sisters who always gives us hand-me-downs from her boys in the family. Jasper's very lucky to receive those beautiful clothes. So we already had a whole lot of size threes packed away for him. I was able to pull those out. We got rid of his size twos and that huge pile of very good quality clothing between the three of us, we were able to then take down to the local charity clothing bin and donate clothes, which I absolutely love doing because you know when they're good quality clothes, somebody is going to, you know, come across them and, and absolutely love them and get more use out of them. So that was fantastic. We had a huge pile of those. And I know we've said this before, but it is amazing how little you need when you are living in 17 square metres. And in this kind of lifestyle, I feel like your best bet is to actually have or create a kind of uniform. Mm, well... So you call it a uniform, I call it a capsule wardrobe. And this is something that I've been doing a little bit of reading up on and I'm really interested. Capsule wardrobe. <laughs> I'm really interested actually to learn a lot more about this because I think this will serve all of us very well. And I guess the basic premise of it is that you have a very small amount of good quality, uh, neutral toned, styles that won't go out of fashion and I'm talking like a couple of pair of shorts for me maybe a skirt a couple of dresses a couple of shirts and so that forms I guess the basis of your wardrobe that you can mix and match and then if you want to you can add a seasonal piece here or there to complement that but in effect, the capsule wardrobe stays at a very small amount of pieces that mm. can give you new looks, you know, over the year. So possibly more important for the females listening without being silly about it. Um, you know, we do like to make sure that we're looking nice and wearing something new, especially if we're going out or, you know, there are occasions where I like to put a dress on even though we are on the road. But also for you boys, knowing that we've got a set number of shorts and shirts that you can mix and match and not look like you are wearing a uniform or the same exact same thing every day, I think is a really great concept. So anyway, there you go. I am going to be doing some more reading up on that uh, at the start of this year to really get that happening for us because I think the capsule wardrobe could be something that works really well for us. Yeah, I, and I think um, neutral colours... I'm, I'll probably like a little bit more colour. I'm, I'm going to chuck in a Hawaiian shirt as well. Oh, well, you can put in whatever you want, really. Yeah. I guess the, you honestly, you could, the colour thing, whatever, you can do whatever you want. I guess the premise of it is, is that you have um, some, maybe some block colours that you can then mix and match. If you've got a white pair of shorts, then you can put a green shirt or a blue shirt or a pink shirt or a salmon shirt with mm. it. White shorts and salmon shirts, two things that I, don't think 
You don't want to have on the road? No. No, maybe in a past life. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to... Maybe re- if we move out of the caravan and onto a yacht around the Whit Sundays. Oh, well, I'm oh, sure we'll do that at some point. So there we go. White shorts and a salmon shirt for when we're on that yacht. No, but in all seriousness, um, I do think that that will serve us well. And it's a concept that's been around since the 70s. So it certainly isn't anything new and it's proven successful. So I think let's give the capsule a go. Anyway, stay tuned for that, and I'll keep giving you information as I learn it. Mm, very good. Now, having Jasper is an absolute joy for me because I'm getting to reignite the inner child. <laughs> Did the flame ever go out? No, it didn't. It softened. But. So one of these activities... I tell people I do have two children. One's just a little bit older than the three-year-old. Wow, thank you. That's very kind. One of these activities is from the Caravan Craft for Kids, Mm. I like to call it, uh, section of our living, and that is to create our very own friendship rocks. This is so cool. I love this too. So as we've been travelling around, Jasper has started to collect a number of rocks that he has found along the journey uh, at different locations from Carnarvon Gorge, the beach, the local park uh, at Puna where your folks are, mm-hmm. um, Maryborough, he found one there, um, Tannum Sands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, near Gladstone. A really good one there actually. He just found a little rock that had a bluey sticker, if you're familiar with that Australian kids cartoon character, which is beco- has become his favourite. Yes. Uh, But anyway, the point is these rocks have been decorated by kids or big kids and they're put out for kids or people to find and the idea is that then you might pay it forward and and put those out somewhere else. Well, Jasper does not want to give up any of those (laughs) rocks. So we came up with a version called Jasper Rocks. Mm -hmm. Now, Jasper Rocks is uh, a chance for him to get creative and for me, to paint some rocks. We took the idea from the bluey rock we found, have got some stickers, stuck those on these rocks that we, Mm -hmm. bag of rocks we picked up at Bunnings. We also picked up some safe to spray clear acrylic spray paint Mm -hmm. that seals in the sticker and the rock. Uh, He writes Jasper rocks on the back or we write that on the back for him. And then they're dry and they can be out in the weather and the fun in heading out to a local park wherever we end up and then Jasper finding, you know, the perfect tree or swing or uh, we found some goalie um, posts from a like, sort of portable soccer field the other oh, day. Cool. He wanted to put one at each end so that each goalie, he said to me, each goalie can find one. Uh, and a great, yeah, enjoyable lesson as well. Oh, absolutely. It's the whole giving and receiving lesson which... Let's be honest, a lot of us don't really grasp that well when you really read into the lesson of giving and receiving. I think we're all very good givers, but sometimes we struggle to receive as well. And there is pleasure in both. So you're right, that is an awesome lesson for Jasper to be learning. And it's a great activity. If you're traveling with kids anywhere, whether you are RVing, you know, caravanning around Australia, whether you are traveling overseas or on a plane, something like this is a great activity. It's safe, 
it's fun, it engages them, they can get creative, imaginative. You know, it really is an excellent one to do with kids of all ages. And anonymously bring joy to someone else. Absolutely. And that really is a part that Jasper loves. He totally gets the concept. He knows how happy he was when he found those ones, Oh, particularly the ones in Carnarvon Gorge. Yes. They were amazing and he was so excited. So he understands the concept of that happening with other children who find his rocks. So what is super exciting for me about this too is that we uh, have a new hashtag mm -hmm. which is love jasper rocks l-o-v-e j-a-s-p-e-r-r-o-c-k-s love jasper rocks and we are asking that if you do find one of jasper's rocks out in the wilderness Take a photo of it, pop it up on Instagram or Facebook and tag us in and use that hashtag, the Love Jasper Rocks, and we will repost it, give you a shout out. We're also going to have a new section on our website where we'll feature those images as well, just to continue sharing the love that little bit further. Very cool. And I think what we will start to create around this as well is in line with the caravan craft for kids once i started looking at what was out there from other families that are traveling around that have you know been doing this for years with many more kids um, before us uh, there are so many activities that are natural good for the environment you know good for the kids and, and oh the nature-based activities for kids are honestly there are hundreds of them and um pinterest is actually, and Instagram, but Pinterest in particular, is an incredible source of inspiration if you are looking for nature-based activities to do with kids on the road. So many ideas up there, so many creative people, and great for hopefully more rainy days to come too. Yeah, that's right. And it's so good as a parent to be engaged in the creative joy of these activities. That's what yeah, I really, totally. really love that, that part of it. Yeah, at no point have I thought about an email or mm. a board report. Mm. Well, that's, <laughs> anything. that's true, Good. actually. I mean, we used to love it when Jasper came home from daycare and he couldn't wait to show us what he'd painted or drawn or created during the day at daycare. But now to actually get to do that with him, that's a whole other level of joy, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. Especially when you're still a kid yourself. Absolutely, yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a great segment of Jasper Rocks on our latest episode oh, on YouTube. Yes. Doesn't he own the camera too? Talk about being a product of your environment. I mean, we've been on the road now for five months. Yeah, He's, it is almost five months, yeah. that's right. He's been exposed to what Paul and I do and have done for a living since he was born, basically. So he, this isn't anything new for him in terms of the filming and the entertaining. And all of a sudden, he has just come into his own, hasn't he? At, to the point where, I mean, he's directing Paul in how to shoot with the camera <laughs> and what, what um, angles to get. And it's just amazing to see how confident he is now talking to the camera. He's always saying, can we, you know, turn the camera on, Dad, put the GoPro on. I want to tell everybody about this cool, new, exciting thing. Yeah, it is. 
it is amazing. It is that, again, that concept of becoming a product mm-hmm. of your environment. So I think it's awesome to be conscious about what you're putting in that environment and making sure that you're an active participant in that as well. And one of my all-time favourite sayings that you say, Paul, is about you know, making sure that you're planting seeds and not weeds. And as parents, that's, you know, that's such a huge responsibility. So, yes, the fertile landscape of the mind mm-hmm. and, and what you can encourage um, while they are so young is incredible. And even for us both as well. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I certainly know personally, I feel like I have expanded um, you know, since we started this crazy dream even in in thinking about doing this and, and then taking the steps to achieve it and getting out of the comfort zone and doing things that I didn't ever think about, let alone think that I could do and same for you as well. Like it's awesome. It's all learning and it and it is all expansion and stretching yourself and It's a great segue into one element that we wanted to expand and stretch ourselves on this year was in the amount of reading mm. that we're doing or intaking you know whether that's through audiobooks uh podcasts yeah or, i guess you know, it's the, the ta- real learning isn't it, it more is, so than the reading but- the, the, the tangible part of um holding a book in your hands we we both still love we do love that and uh, i guess we are limited a little bit living in 17 square metres and very conscious of weight on board, particularly now with all of our friendship rocks. But, uh, <laughs> you know, we, can, we can't have – we had an incredible bookshelf at home mm. uh, full of amazing books that we both love. So we did dramatically downsize and gave lots of good things away and your mum scored hugely, didn't she, which she was very happy about as well. And we do have a book or two each in the van – but these days with digital, it is so easy and accessible. And even when we're all in the car together is another great place yeah. for us to be taking in all the good stuff. It's an interesting uh, point and a, a memory for me growing up that audiobooks in their form of delivery have certainly changed. My parents used to do very long road trips with, you know, all seven of us um, from Queensland to Victoria, which is, you know, 20-odd hours driving one way. And so audiobooks were on cassette tape, you know, and... and What's a cassette tape, old man? <laughs> yeah, well, it, that's right. It's a tape that has about 60 minutes per side of content. You have to flip it over to side B once you finish side A. But on those, you know, there was the authors were Zig Ziglar, Charlie Tremendous Jones, Ogman Dino, Earl Nightingale. Uh, I mean, these were at Jim Rohn, mm. amazing mentors uh, for me personally and I'm, I'm sure for all my siblings. So to be able to now look at what is available through digital and know that you have tens of thousands of those mm-hmm. <laughs> available at a uh, press of a button is quite remarkable. So It is and it's exciting too because Jasper does listen. Anybody with children will know that they listen to everything even when they're not supposed to. Um, But in all seriousness, he does. It doesn't matter what we've got playing in the car or or anywhere for that matter. He he listens. He takes it in. Yeah, it comes back to, again, that wonderful saying, plant seeds, not weeds. Uh, Another thing that we're going to pick up more on this year, though, is our music 
input, mm. you know, and the amount of music that we're listening to. So it's really to actually find that wonderful balance between uh, a, a little more variety on uh, the Wiggles collection. Um, Big Red Car has probably been played its last time for me. Well, uh, I think but- for Jasper too. I think, to be honest, <laughs> he he has he has moved on a little bit. I mean, yes. he... The songs that he asks you to play now over and over, well, the one in particular today even was The Angels, We've Got to Get Out of This Place. So <laughs> his music so taste has definitely I expanded. I don't know where that came from. He's certainly loving Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody mm-hmm. at the moment. Uh, that's got a bit of a personal connection for me. Uh, but, yeah, so he, he hears that one regularly and is, is now singing it back to us, which is pretty cute. <laughs> Mind you, we still do have Frozen, Let It Go in there as well. So we, I think we have moved on from the Wiggles. But you're right, more music and a balance between some really fantastic inspirational audio books, I think, makes any journey even mm. better. So we, we'll look at our website. Uh, for those of you who have clicked through or unaware, it's thefeelgoodfamily.com.au. And we will start to build on that too, what uh, we're reading, what we're listening to, and and start to post some of those ideas and uh, suggestions and maybe little mini reviews as we're going. So that'll be coming to that website soon. Yeah, lots of good stuff to come. We we do have a, a placeholder there for a book club, which is exactly what you said, Paul. Our, our, what we're reading now and, and some, some of the books that have really inspired us across the years. So we will definitely be putting some information up there to share with you all. That's great. It's really looking at some of those books that have impacted mm. us enough to make change happen, make mm. ourselves take action in my dad's words, Goya, to get off your ass. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can say that. And, again, be an active participant in, in your life as it unfolds. Mm. I think also, too, to get through some of the harder times in our lives. We've both been through, you know, everybody goes through times in your life where things aren't great or there's something major going on and, and you and I, I mean, together have certainly had our our share of that during all the years that we were trying to conceive with Jasper. Um, but we've each individually had our own, you know, personal times even before we met. And a lot of books that we have both read have helped us through those times mm-hmm. as well. So, you know, it's awesome when you are feeling on top of the world to read a book that inspires you even more and pushes you into action. But there is nothing better than when you are deep down in the hole and not knowing how to get out to turn to a resource that can actually completely change your situation. Mm, ignite, reignite you, give you that spark that you need Definitely. Uh, to, you know, yeah, back yourself and New ways of thinking and so much, so much yeah. good stuff. So anyway, yeah, we could stay talk tuned about for this that. Forever, couldn't we? We could. Another segment that I just want to mention that's been part of our YouTube channel series over the last six or seven weeks. Uh, we've named Yama Summer mm. and it's caravan cooking series. Uh, now it's not always cooking, but some of the meals that you've prepared, you know, on the Weber with those summer pizzas, that peach panzanella. Oh, you know, yeah, that the, was good, oh, that summer salad. bread salad, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, grid, grilled mango cheeks, uh, the good old fish tacos. I have to give a shout-out to Doug 
Whitlock for the uh, Farcos name <laughs> of the fish tacos. Yum. <laughs> One of our caravan favourites. Um, and then, of course, all those delicious, healthy smoothies and green drinks mm. that you're creating through the Thermo Mix. Um, the reason I mention this is because you have created recipe lists through the website as well that are available to use as a resource to actually try for yourself. Definitely. All of those recipes are up on our website through our blog and there is a, a link up the very top of the homepage to the recipes themselves. So um, please jump in there, give them a try, let us know what you think. And also being still very new to the Weber and look, we've had our Thermomix for a good couple of years, but I am sure there is plenty more that we can be doing with it. So if you do have a recipe that you love cooking or using your Thermomix for or your Weber, please let us know because we're always after more inspiration. We are always after new yummy things to try. I will just asterisk that with we are pescatarian. We are vegetarians who do eat fish and seafood. So respectfully no meat dishes please but we will give any of your suggestions a go so let us know get in touch with us you can do that via our website yummo yes and we will continue past the yummer summer series because we're enjoying this segment on the youtube channel so much mm. and we're getting some great feedback like what i did there feedback ah <sighs> I missed it. That was pretty clever. Pretty bad. Yeah, it's a dad joke. Hey, in in Tassie, seeing we're there for seven weeks, we could change the name of our Yummer Summer series to Tastes of Tasmania or Tassie Tastes. I mean... Taste of Tassie. I am beside myself with how amazing Tasmania is going to be for fresh produce... And all the good beverages and everything else that is made and grown in Tasmania. So that Yama Summer Series is about to get even better, I think. Oh, I reckon. As soon as you look at some of those, everything from craft beers, uh, whiskies. <laughs> I mean, I can't wait to meet these people. Yama Summer Series might just be us taste testing yeah. things. <laughs> slosh. Slosh Series. All right, let's wrap this up. Okay. We'd love you to connect with us on our social media and our website, all the w's.thefeelgoodfamily.com.au, and you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and, of course, YouTube. And we release a weekly episode of our Family Travel Australia series every Sunday night at 6.30pm Australian Eastern Standard Time. If you've enjoyed listening to our podcast, please subscribe and share with your friends and family. Yes, and if you can leave us a review, any recommendations, suggestions, we would love to hear from you. Thanks again for listening. Dream big. Look after your family. And happy trails. Feel the journey. Feel the love.